0: Oh my God, you guys, <laughs> it is Sunday so that I, you know, I'm recording it on a Sunday so that it'll be up and ready to go on Tuesday. I am so proud of me. I hope you're also proud of me. Um, what did I do today? I slept a little bit longer than I would have liked, but that's okay. I um, went to the gym this morning and then after I got home from the gym, I ate some food and then decided to take like an hour nap, which turned into like four hours was not expecting that and then I went to work um but I guess I just needed to catch up on some sleep um I went to go see Soldier Boy this last week um I got elbowed in the face uh would not would not recommend that um yeah but it was a super fun time and then on Friday I got a new tattoo um if you're around where I am Little Bear Tattoo Company in Coeur d'Alene pff amazing Sarah and Jim actually all of them are amazing but I specifically go to Sarah and Jim and I got these cute Swiss cheese plant leaves up my shoulder and I just love them so much Um, but anyways this episode by what you can see from the title we are going to talk about how I lived in a haunted house from the ages of 12 to 18 those were like the significant years because I did live in that home again from around the time I was 20 to 22 so that was another little section of time but nothing was happening around then but yeah so my house to preface is not super old it was probably built in like late 90s, early 2000s. It's a duplex. It's duplex. Oh my gosh. It's nothing fancy. There's no like crazy history behind it. No one died there or anything. Like it's just a basic little duplex house that my dad, little sister and I lived in. And uh, my dad still lives in the house. And and all of this stuff only ever happened to me. My dad says he had some experiences, which I'll explain those in a little while too. Um, but I experienced paranormal activity from the age of, I think 14, up until I graduated high school and went away for college. After I came back from college, nothing happened. I lived in that house for a couple of years when I came back home. Um, nothing happened in that house. Um, so I don't really know what was going on. But we're gonna start at the very beginning. It started when I was around 14. Um, I was having a sleepover with uh, my friends and in my room so I have to kind of explain the layout of my bedroom my dad was a saint and let me have the master bedroom which had a bathroom connected to it because I swear in seventh grade I had like my room was pretty small my dad ended up taking my room but my room was small and so my desk was in my closet because I didn't have enough room for like my bed my dresser and my desk so my desk was in my closet. (laughs) (laughs) and um, I would do my makeup there and I would be so lazy at night like after school that I wouldn't even go to wash my makeup off of my face I slept I can't even think about it it's so horrible I slept with like layers of makeup on my face in seventh and eighth grade or seventh grade I guess because then I moved into my dad's room in eighth grade but um, so gross so my dad gave me the bathroom that connects to my room which was great and That's important so also in my bedroom there are three um, wooden door sliding closets you know the closet doors that slide back and forth um and on each door there's like a little indent like a knob it's just a little knob to like put your finger in to open the door you know so those are also important and i have a glass sliding door that leads outside into our backyard um, and then I also have the, you know, bathroom door connected into my room. So that's pretty much like the layout that would make sense for what I'm trying to explain here. So me and my friend were having a sleepover in eighth grade and... Um, In my room, before I got my cats, I kept all of my doors, like when I would go to sleep at night, all of the doors in my room were closed. My closet doors were closed, and I also made sure that the little knobs that I was talking about were on opposite ends, so they were um, on either side of the door frame, if that makes sense. Um, But all my doors were closed, my blinds were always closed. And one night, me and my friend were just hanging out, um, and my bathroom door opened. And my bathroom door like handle was broken so you could push it open. So I assumed, I was like, okay, it probably was just like almost opened anyway and it just, you know, frickin' whatever, like physics, I don't know, Um, a little bit of air probably like pushed it open. But uh, my friend was freaked out, so I went and checked, everything was fine. In my bathroom, there is a glass shower door that you just open and close. And whenever you open it and close it, it makes like a ting, like it goes like ting, ting, ting. Every time you open it and close it, And it started opening and closing. And so my friend at this point was like losing her marbles. We were like pretty nervous. I go into the bathroom, check it, everything's fine. And then my shower turns on, like actually turns on. And my shower handle is like one of those, you know, big knobs. Like it was like that round, clear knob thing. And so that's not something it wouldn't just accidentally turn on. Like there's literally no way. And so that was like the start of everything. Immediately after that situation, um, I started hearing things. I We have an attic in our house, but we've never been in the attic because it's to get to it, you have to go through my sister's bedroom and into her closet. And so there was just really no point for us to n- go up there. Um, but I would hear footsteps above my bedroom in the attic all the time. And it was weird because nobody would go upstairs and you know, my sister was like, oh, it might be like an animal. I'm like, but how would an animal get up there if the only way to get in there is through your room? Like that does not make any sense and why would it start now, you know? And so that started happening. Um, And then that was just it for a little while. And so these series of events are kind of fairly spread apart because it did start occurring in eighth grade and went all the way up until I was 18. So 14, 18, that's a four year period. Um, I started you know, hearing footsteps and stuff immediately in eighth grade after the bathroom situation happened. Um, After a while, like probably like a year later, um, I started to notice things were moving around. Um, It got pretty dramatic pretty fast. At first it was just like things were misplaced or like one of my closet doors was open and I always close them. Um, My blinds were all messed up or something like that. And my family swore that they weren't doing anything, but I thought they were just playing jokes on me or they were like going through my stuff. One day I come home from school and all three of my closet doors are open. My bathroom door is wide open. All of the drawers in my hefty, like wooden dresser were almost completely out. Like we're about to fall out of the dresser itself. Um, and my blinds to my glass door were open. And so I was like, what the heck? And I told my family, I was like, why are you messing with my stuff? And they swore that they didn't do anything. And so that definitely freaked me out. The steps, footsteps and stuff were continuing to occur um, and it was freaking me out. So um, a couple years later, by the time um, I was in high school, I was coming home from softball practice like my junior year of high school. And this is where things get really crazy. I, God, this is insane. I come home from school and so the layout of like my house, when you first enter my front door, you open the front door, you can look to your right and see the living room, you can look to the left and see my dad's bedroom, and you can look straight ahead and there's a hallway. All the way down at the end of the hallway, there's a door facing you and that is my bedroom door. And so I come home, I am the only person there And I'm walking down my hallway and I hear footsteps behind me, but all of me knew that it wasn't like a person. I don't know how, but it sounded like people like walking behind me, but I knew it wasn't. So I sprint to my bedroom. The only weapon I had on me was a baseball bat or like a softball bat. And so I'm sitting with my back to the door slammed. I'm sitting on the ground holding my softball bat and I can hear this thing like slamming its feet on the ground it's like stomping okay behind my door and pounding fists on my bedroom door I swear to you this happened to me it was absolutely terrifying and I just sat there with my back to the door trying to keep it closed like it didn't feel like anything was trying to open it but it was making a lot of noise and so I'm clutching my softball bat waiting for it to be over eventually the noise stops and I have like the courage to look underneath my door and there's nothing there I wandered through my entire house with my softball bat, looking to see who's here. Nobody's in my house. No signs of forced entry, except you really can't force entry into my house growing up because we would just like not lock the door during the day. So, um, but there was no indication that anybody had been inside. And so that scared me heavily (laughs) um, as it would, you know, I was 17 years old. Um, And It only got worse from here. For a little while, I just was hearing footsteps and whatnot, like just the simple stuff. Um, Things seemed to mellow out for a little bit. But then for a while, I started waking up at three in the morning every night consistently for like two weeks. And if you've ever seen a scary movie ever, 3 a.m. is the time that you do not want to be awake. Like that is what people consider to be the witching hour or like the devil's hour. Um, And just not good things happen at 3 a.m. So, yeah, I was waking up at 3 in the morning every single night. And it was really starting to freak me out. Um, I would fall asleep on FaceTime with friends just in case, which was ridiculous. Um, But, yeah, that happened for about two weeks until the worst thing possible happened to me. Um, I woke up at three in the morning as per usual to, I was like in pain. I remember waking up in pain in my chest and around my neck and I woke up and I could not move. Now, to preface before I explain this little tidbit, I have had sleep paralysis before. It is not fun. Um, I'll actually, I can tell you these stories too. Um, So I've had sleep paralysis before and this was not sleep paralysis i was fully awake i knew i was awake it wasn't like i couldn't move because i was like you know paralyzed in my sleep like i knew that i could move but something was physically keeping me from moving and that i knew that i was wide awake i was not dreaming so i wake up and there was a black figure hovering over my body pressing my body into my bed I couldn't move at all until this thing finally moved off of me. That's how I really knew I wasn't dreaming because once it lifted itself off of me, I was able to move. I was just too afraid to move. So this thing eventually moves off of me. It's just a black muddled figure sitting in the corner of my room, vanishes into the wall, gone. It's three in the morning. I laid in my bed with my covers up to like my nose, until probably like 6 a.m. when my dad finally woke up because I was petrified I did not want to move I was like I'd never thought that I was like a freeze kind of person you know fight flight or freeze but I was a freeze in that moment I had no clue what to do because really you know if you were to encounter a demon or something like it is supernatural there's no way you can really protect yourself from that you know you can't like physically protect yourself you know in that moment um But yeah, oh my goodness. Soda break. I have a Coke cherry zero in my hand. Anyways, um, but yeah. So then six ish in the morning rolls around and I finally hear my dad get up. The sun is starting to rise. So I felt a little more comfortable moving around because it was, you know, daylight. And I get up, I go into my bathroom and there are red marks all over my neck and all over my chest. The pain that I felt when I woke up to this thing hovering over me, it was physically injuring me. And so I'm freaking out. I go to my dad and he I go to breakfast with my dad and tell him everything. Um, yeah, absolutely terrifying. This thing never ever physically showed itself ever again. I had never had another direct inter- encounter with it. Um, thank God. Um, But yeah, it was absolutely terrifying. And that was when I was 17 years old, you know, and so I still lived there for another year. And then I came back and lived there. And it was like a scary thought. Um, After this, nothing for a while, like I didn't have anything. And then eventually, um, I just started hearing noises again, just like footsteps and stuff. Um, The crazy thing that happened after all of this was when I was I think I was 18. I Decided to I used to have a YouTube. Are we surprised? I mean, I have a podcast now But I used to have a YouTube channel don't go looking for it because one you probably won't find it and if you do No, you didn't okay Um, but I tried to record a video of me talking about this for my YouTube channel and I tried to record this episode four different times the first time I recorded it I got all the way through I was watching it on my my camera. I remember looking at it and um. Everything was fine, and I wanted to go show my dad like a little snippet or something that was important. I go to my dad's room, and the video had erased. And I was like, That makes absolutely no sense. I didn't touch it. I, that there's literally no way. So I had to go re record it. I didn't re record it right away because it kind of freaked me out. And I, like in my brain, I was like, This thing doesn't want me sharing this. I just sort of knew. And then the second time I tried to record it, the video, you could kind of hear the audio, but the visuals were gone. It was black, like there was no camera at all. Um, so that was really frustrating. The third time I tried to record it, you could see me, but you couldn't hear me at all. And then the fourth time I tried to record it, it looked like there was like a hand covering the camera. I swear to you, it was like, um, like a fuzzy grayish like skin tone kind of color. It was, but something was definitely covering the camera. And so I couldn't upload that one either. So I gave up for a very long time, especially living at home because whatever did this, I I didn't want to piss it off, you know? Um, So I just left it for a while. Um, I think I shared a little bit of it to my Instagram story in the past. Um, But yeah, I just avoided it because I really didn't want to go through all of that again, to be completely honest. I don't really know why... It interacted with me once the way it did. Like, I don't really think I did anything to make it mad. Um, Yeah, I was just a regular old 17-year-old girl, you know? Like, I don't really understand. Um, But that brings the question of, like, my cat's going crazy. What are you doing, Mumu? But this brings me to um, the topic of why I was haunted. So personally I don't think I did anything to like I don't know what I did to make it mad I don't know why it did that to me but I think I know why it all started um it's super weird because my entire life I never liked horror movies until I was later in high school um I still to this day can't go to like haunted houses I've been in I've been to Scarywood twice because my ex-boyfriend forced me to go and um I cried it was not fun I was terrified like I love roller coasters, and so the only reason I was like agreeing to go to Scarywood was because there were roller coasters, and I love them. And at Scarywood, the rides go backwards during Scarywood, which was super fun. But I don't like jump scares, and I, you know, I'm fine with scary movies that have some jump scares because I know that it's not real and that it's on a screen. Um, and from having the experiences I've had at my dad's house, I was out of the house. I think one of the years I was out of the house um, when I was dating my ex and we went to Scarywood and so it made me feel a little less scared but from those experiences I didn't want to go through a kind of jump scare again where you know like it's it's real even if it's not real it feels real. But by the time I was 17 ish like towards the end of high school I was super into watching like ghost hunting stuff and like haunting videos on YouTube especially like abandoned buildings oh my gosh those were my favorite but I used to watch this YouTuber very often his name was Mo Sargi and he claimed that he was haunted and I'm sure a lot of the videos weren't even legitimate um, because you know how can you get that much crazy stuff to happen every single week you know what I mean but, they, I mean, they felt very real at the time. And so I watched his videos religiously. And I ended up liking horror movies and stuff, too, for a while. Um, I the Horror movies are my favorite genre of movies now. But um, I really liked scary stuff. But I can't do haunted houses. Like, never could. But scary stuff on movies? Yes. Awesome. But I think the reason why I started receiving this energy um was because of the attention i was giving it once you open yourself up to different oh my god (laughs) okay so it is now definitely the next day um (laughs) my sister my little sister just came into town And I knew she was gonna be coming over, but I didn't know she was gonna be coming over as soon as she was. And so the little ding dong threw a rock at my window, scared the bejesus out of me. Um, And so then I ended up hanging out with her tonight, or for the night, but we're back to recording the rest of this episode. But anyways, back to what I was saying was that um, it's just like anything in life, If you think about negative things, negative things are gonna come your way. If you think about positive things, positive things are gonna come your way. If your mindset is focused on something negative or positive, that is what's gonna pop up for you. And the same thing with like energies, like paranormal energies, because really all that they are is an energy. Um, And so if you are allowing that energy into your headspace, they could have the power to show up physically. Um, because sorry, I keep adjusting the microphone, but that's kind of how mediums work. Um, they have they feel energy so much more deeply, um, than most people. So then that's why they can communicate with these things that normally are in such a far away realm in regular everyday life that you wouldn't interact with them. So, yeah, so attention to it allows access. Oh, but since this is the next day, I so yesterday when I was starting to record this I was having some issues with it but I kind of brushed it off like oh well it's just the system because I've been having issues with the system often and so I just sort of chalked it up to that and was like whatever it's no big deal it's just the system but then last night I had some funky dreams like they were definitely like ghost dreams um But I can't really remember. I just remember it being paranormal and (laughs) I did not like that vibe. But what's crazy is last night I kept tossing and turning. I was waking up like every hour. And so there's definitely like an attic to this apartment um, because I live in like a duplex style. So there's just one girl below me and when I look like when I was walking up my stairs to my apartment yesterday I noticed like a. am sure it was just like an air ventilation like circle basically at the top of the apartment and in my apartment in like the hallway between my bathroom and my bedroom there is a square like hole that is fully closed up now that I guarantee you leads to like the attic and in my dream last night oh it was so scary I kept like dreaming in per like in my bedroom essentially um it wasn't sleep paralysis but it was like a dream that just my the setting was my bedroom and I dreamt that there was like something gonna like something was up there and that something was gonna come out of the attic and I cannot tell you how much that scared me bro absolutely terrifying now with all of what I've said being said I um i'm a very sensitive person i feel things very very deeply whether that be other people's emotions or like the vibes of the room i catch on to that stuff very quickly and i think that ties oh my god i think that ties a lot into the fact that i've had these experiences because i'm so sensitive to it um my little sister doesn't fully believe that this stuff happened to me which like that's valid because it's so crazy like when I tell people the stories that I've experienced people tend to not believe me or they're like that's insane like how are you like okay and I don't really know how it was okay afterwards um I mean I definitely like wasn't okay because you know it was absolutely terrifying but I mean I lived in that I still had to sleep in that house and my dad um told me that I wasn't allowed to watch most Rrg's YouTube channel anymore because it was also giving me nightmares um, and he told me that if he had seen me watching it one more time I was gonna be grounded <laughs> which I'm like okay valid um, but yeah it was just more for like my own sanity um, but yeah and I just think it's really funny now how horror movies are my favorite genre um, I just watched the scary movie it's more like a suspenseful I guess kind of movie creep yesterday or the day before oh my gosh I need to yawning <laughs> um and that's one of my favorites the movie Us directed by Jordan Peele is also one of my favorites and um what's it called Sinister Sinister is probably my all-time favorite scary movie the first one the second one kind of sucks the first one amazing I it it scared the poop out of me that's for sure um and then I also love the TV show like Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Blind Manor. Those shows are just really, really, really good. Um, I've seen them a couple times. I um, read the book that that the show Haunting of Hill House was based off of. And it's weird, though, because it's significantly different. Like there are some characters with the same names, but their circumstances are not the same. They are not related. Um, and it's just super weird. But so it was hard trying to kind of drop my previous understanding of the show and you know start new with the book because it is vastly different um which kind of frustrated me but you know it is what it is but I do remember the first ever scary movie I watched was the first paranormal activity movie and that movie oh it scared the bejesus out of me I remember I couldn't go to the bathroom by myself, or if I did, all of the lights in the house had to be on. I would not be leaving my room at night. Um, It actually petrified me for so long. Um, I finally got over it, and I think those movies are goofy now, but it scared me. I think I was like 12 when I first watched that movie. Um, Another (laughs) thing, so I don't know if you guys know what this book is, but there was this, book that I had with my three sisters when I was a kid. It was this big, blue, hefty book. It was called The Daring Book for Girls. And one page, I'm pretty sure it was page 13, which is ironic. Um, It was the Bloody Mary, like, you know, turn around in the mirror and you can see Bloody Mary or whatever. My sisters made me do it. (laughs) And then they, like, closed the bathroom door and held it closed. And I remember like, you know, my like, I think it was like eight or nine. My child self thought I saw something in the mirror. Of course, it was probably just my reflection, but I lost it. I started screaming. Oh, my gosh. That was like the most scared I've probably ever been. I remember I would not go to the bathroom by myself. I couldn't look in a mirror for multiple weeks. Um, it was absolutely horrifying, and I remember my dad was so mad. He took the book, wouldn't let us use it, ripped the page out, um, yeah, he was not happy. I was, I was, um, it, it changed my brain, that's for sure. That was definitely, um, what's that called? Not a canon event, but, uh, shoot, whatever. It impacted me for, like, ever, um, but yeah, I've been to Scarywood a couple times and that was not a very fun experience for me. Like I said before, um, I cried. I remember at one point we were in one of the haunted houses and I remember my ex-boyfriend, I like was ahead of him and he quite literally, I there was somebody jumping out at me. He picked me up and threw me and he was like, run. And so we were just running through this haunted house and I... It brings a lot of joy to some people, but it really just brings me intense anxiety. So I was not really having it. Okay, but kind of pivoting off of paranormal, it still kind of relates when you talk about energies, but I'm a big astrology girly. Um, I'm a Pisces, Pisces sun, Pisces moon, and I'm a Leo rising. Um, the guys who listen to this probably one don't know what that means and two most of my guy friends like I'm not saying this is all guys but most guys think that astrology is a, bun- a whole bunch of bull honky and a lot of girls that I know think uh hor- you know horoscopes and stuff are a bunch of bull honky which like I get it I um I'll probably do like a whole episode on this topic because I think it's I mean it's an important topic to me because I do take a lot of it pretty seriously Um, I don't know as much about it as many other people out there, but I would love to learn more because it's a really big topic. There's a lot to it. And it's not just the like, oh, here's your basic human traits and, um, here's your basic like horoscope, you know, that's vague that everybody could probably relate to, um, while I don't take full belief in every single thing, I do believe that the time we were born, where we were born, um, stuff like that does have a huge impact on who we are. Um, because if you think about like like the moon, for example, part of the way... Um, astrology works is due to the moon cycle and what what the moon what oh my goodness sorry what phase of the moon the moon was in when you were born or whatever the moon controls the tides if the moon has enough control over the the ocean I think that it has at least some kind of an impact on how your brain works and how you interact with the world and how your mood is um just like with the changing of the seasons, like the changing of the seasons has an impact on your mental health, how you interact with other people, how you feel inside, like everybody kind of knows that. Um, But I get really frustrated when people just bash on astrology people and like the belief that people do have. Because if you think about it from an outsider perspective, it is absolutely no crazier than people who believe in God. I uh, I believe in something, but I don't know what that something is. Um, from my paranormal experiences, energy is everywhere. Energy is in everything. Like every single thing on this planet is made up of energy. And energy interacting with other energies has some kind of an impact. You know, like there are times, you know, where you walk in a room and you feel uneasy. That's energy that is the energy of the room people have a certain energy I remember when I was in high school it was my freshman year of high school I was in health of some sort it was like a health class and we had we were on this unit about drugs and we had this police officer come into class and like I've I've never had bad interactions with police officers personally Um, I'm not going to get into the politics of police or anything right now but at the time I had had no issues but I walked into class and I made eye contact with this cop and my stomach just twisted in a million billion knots and I could not sit in that class I was so upset and so like physically ill just from being in the same room as this guy that I sat out in the hallway And I still couldn't tell you why I have no clue why, but the energy was off and my body responded accordingly and I had to leave the room. And so that's the kind of stuff where like energy is so important and astrology has a lot to do with energies. Um, the moon impacting the way you act, that's energy. Everything is energy. Blah, 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 blah. Energy, energy, energy. <laughs> um, but I take that pretty seriously. And I get really irritated with people when they just dog on it. Like last summer when I was working, um, a couple of my coworkers would just bash on me for being interested in astrology. And that is very frustrating when it's something that I believe in it's a belief system of mine and you make fun of my belief system that is not not like that's not okay you you wouldn't walk up to somebody in their face and tell them how stupid they are because they believe in God you know what I mean like you society wouldn't allow you to do that people would get mad you that's disrespectful you know you should respect people's beliefs as long as they don't hurt other people leave them alone let them believe the things that they want to believe and so if people like, I mean, if you looked around my apartment, they, you'd be like, oh, yeah, she's a crystal girl, astrology girly. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> my ex-boyfriend's family um, was very religious and they oh, this was horrible. I got very into crystals and. Um, like probably like six months before he and I broke up, I think. I was like super into crystals and astrology and stuff and my zodiac and tarot cards. And I remember he my ex was like embarrassed if I was purchasing crystals like online or something when I was around his family I remember going with him to his family's Thanksgiving and I had crystals around my neck I was online sitting in their living room like purchasing this really pretty carnelian flame crystal first of all beautiful it sits right by my tv is she's gorgeous Um, But I purchased that and I was like all excited trying to talk to him about it and I kept getting shut down because his family, I swear to God, they believed that crystals, like me believing in crystals and astrology was the work of the devil. (laughs) Like everything in astrology has only been positive for me. Whenever I've been wrapped up in religion, especially with his family, it has been very negative. It's like, you need to repent, you've been sinning, you're this horrible person. When I've been trying my best as a human being my entire life, you know what I mean? I, I try to do the right thing, I try to be a good person, and that's what's supposed to matter. Like when I, when I was more religious and Christian, I my idea of like going to heaven was I'm a good person and I try my best and I try not to hurt people and if I make a mistake, I apologize for my mistake. And that's enough that's enough being a good person is enough and I remember one time my ex asked me he said if God were to come to this earth right now and say he was taking specific people to heaven do you think you would go like would you be able to go and I said yes I was like I think I would be able to go to heaven right now I said would you and he said no and he was a good person so I asked him I said why would you think that and he said well I need to repent and I haven't like been close enough to God and I haven't you know done all of these things and I still you know like he was very very his family was very by the book type of Christians which like can be fine you know like your your religion and the way you choose to go about religion is your thing But once you start bashing on other people for the things that they are interested in and the things that they care about and the things that they believe in, that is when it's not okay. You know what I mean? It is okay to practice any belief system that you want as long as you are not hurting other people. And the things that I believe in are only positive things. They really are looking for the best path for you. When I talk about the power of the universe guiding you to be in the best track that you can be, you have free will. But I think that the universe will try and guide you in the right direction. If it thinks you were going in the wrong direction, it will move you, it will. My, last summer I went through a serious um, change in my life and it was because I was putting off things that I knew that I needed to do and the universe was like, yo, you're not doing anything. You're sitting here stagnant. We are going to force you to move, whether you like it or not. And that could be, in your opinion, could be God Making that stuff happen, the universe, whatever you possibly believe in. And that's all okay because at the end of the day, we humans want, at least from what I think, most humans want to just be good people. You know, they want to live their lives, they want to be happy. Everybody just wants to be happy at the end of the day. And religion and belief systems, those are a comfort spot. It makes you feel good about going throughout your life because we all know that at some point we're going to die. And that can be a scary thought. I'm not afraid of death, only because I know that it's inevitable, but it's also a very uncomfortable topic for people to discuss, which is totally valid. Um, But religion and spirituality often is a tool that people use to feel more comfortable with that idea. Because if you think, oh, well, there's heaven after I die, people get excited. They're like, yeah, I wanna do good here so that I can get to heaven later, you know? Like, people consider, earth and this human life as just a stepping stone to something greater and i agree with that um personally i don't know what would come after this life um because i see my body as just a vessel and i see my soul as myself um which is why i um love the fact that like i'm a super into fitness because i can mold my body whichever way I want and it's my vessel and I can do whatever I want with it which is why I have tattoos I put art all over my body because it's something that's representative of me and my life here and if I get reincarnated elsewhere I do believe in reincarnation um and if I get reincarnated elsewhere or I move to you know, a different dimension, whatever it is. I have no clue. I don't even have an inkling of what I believe will happen after I die. I just know that my soul will go somewhere else. And I just know in my soul that it's not the end for me. Like once I die here, I will move on to something greater. And I love that. I love the beauty. It's a beautiful thing of not knowing. Um, and I used to not be like this. I'm a very, like, planned person for the most part, depends on what I'm talking about. Like, I'm very good with the flow in my own personal life of things that I enjoy, but I do have a plan for how I want my future to go about because while I think this is just a temporary place for my soul to be, I want it to be a productive place, and I want my soul to grow, you know? I'm learning lessons here, and I'll learn lessons elsewhere. You know what I mean? So I want things to go a certain way that's why I want to be a teacher I want to change lives I'm an artist I want to keep making art I want to sell my stinking rugs are you kidding me like I just want to be the best version of myself and experience so many different things so that I have so many new tools in my toolkit for when I move on to whatever's next Um, and I know this kind of was like a different sort of topic from paranormal but I think the energy is there and I do think like part of the reason why I think ghosts and energies and demons and stuff are real is because I truly think that a lot of them are people who were not fulfilled in their life and are stuck here because they didn't get that fulfillment to move on to something greater. But I do also think like I I have felt the presence of people who I knew You know, like I felt the presence of my papa who died when I was like four. And I from what I knew of him, I think he would have gone on to something greater for him. You know, he believed in God. So I think it would be heaven. Um, But I do also think that there is the ability to interact between different dimensions and different realms. And so I think that once you pass on and your soul is elsewhere, you are able to reconnect into You know I guess the physical world that I live in right now and so I think that's why it makes it easy to for me at least to feel these things and interact with like whatever's around me um but yeah I just I find it like I mean ghosts and stuff seeing like the the whole ghost story that I told you about was absolutely terrifying don't get me wrong like that wasn't a positive energetic experience for me by any means but I do find it very interesting and a tool that I can feel things so deeply that I can feel the energies around me because it really does help me navigate life. It really does. And understanding who I am in terms of my you know my zodiac, how I am associated with the moon and the stars and the universe. I love that because it it it's a piece of me and I take it very seriously. Um, And I love it. It's super fun to learn about. There's so many different levels and different layers, which is why I personally am going to do a bunch of research um, so I can give a little podcast episode explaining it, because I think the issue behind astrology and the people that make fun of it and whatnot. um, I I just lost my train of thought. Oh, the people that make fun of it, I think they just don't understand it. And I can understand why people are like, okay, yeah, you have a horoscope and it's super vague and everybody can, you know, relate to the same thing. I get it but there's way more to it than just base level, like here's your Zodiac, like me being a Pisces, everyone's like, oh, Pisces, you're a water sign. You're super sensitive, you you know, which is very true. Like the things about my Zodiac is that they're very sensitive, they're very um, creative, but then they're also very naive and tend to be um, ignorant. And I am all of those things, um, but I don't know. I just think it could be a really fun thing to talk about and if y'all have any questions about that for me I will gladly if I know the answer tell you or I will look into it and go from there because I think that could be really really fun but okay guys that is about all that I've got for you today I hope you guys really enjoyed this because it was really fun for me to share. Hopefully everything's go go smoothly with me uploading this. Um, and I will give you all an update if anything else crazy happens for the fact that I'm talking about this, we'll see. But I'm also in my own apartment now. I'm not living at home anymore. So this could be successful. Um, but yeah, if you want me to talk about, um, astrology and whatnot on the next pod let me know I will be glad to do so if you have any ideas on what you would like me to discuss if you have any questions for me that you want me to answer so you can hear my perspective whatever you want I am totally down to answer um yeah Give this um, podcast a little rating if you would like. Um, I would really appreciate it. If you want to share this with some people, I would greatly appreciate it. Just posting it to your social media or whatever or giving some feedback would be amazing. Um, I've really appreciated all the people that have been sharing this because it has just been so cool. I went to my... um, favorite coffee shop the other day and one of my friends who listened to my podcast was there and she's like oh did you figure this stuff out about your podcast and then another, another girl was like oh my god you have a podcast and just hearing that kind of stuff is so cool I'm like oh my god people are like actually listening to this how fun because growing up I've always wanted to share and wanted to talk like that's why if you knew me in middle school I had a YouTube and the videos are still up once again don't go trying to find them because one you probably won't find them and if you do no you didn't um But I just love to share things, and I was very nervous first to be sharing this stuff because I was like, who wants to hear what I have to say? But at the same time, I'm like, why not? Somebody might, you know? Who cares? And it's just been so much fun. Hope you all have a fantastic day. I'm so excited that this is going to be up on time. It's going to be going up at midnight, Tuesday, midnight, like, you know, 12 a.m., whatever. And it'll be up and ready to go for you guys. Hope y'all have a fantastic rest of your week. I will see y'all next Tuesday for the next episode. Bye-bye.